Hi friends, it's your host, Bryn. Welcome to Bryn Moves, the podcast. I'm a certified yoga instructor, professional dancer, and wellness entrepreneur. I'm on a serious but super fun mission to inspire and empower lives. We're here to chat about wellness and fitness, as well as some tools for shifting your mindset so you can live your best. I hope you feel motivated to dive into your own unique and powerful wellness journey after listening in. So whether you're in your car, at home in bed, food prepping, or putting on your makeup, turn up the volume and tune in for some serious motivation and inspiration. You're tuned in to Bryn Moves, the podcast. Hi friends, welcome back to Bryn Moves, the podcast. I'm so glad that you're listening in today. If this is your first time being here, welcome. I'm glad that you chose to tune in. I hope you enjoy it and uh, pick up something new or inspirational. And if you've been listening in, I'm so glad that you're coming back. Um, Keep sharing these episodes as you hear them with different people that you know, um, as you hear things that you know will serve other people in your life. It always means so much to me when a friend um, or a colleague or an acquaintance shares a podcast with me. Um, my friend Mandy shared a podcast with me earlier. I told her about a little bit of the mindset stuff I was going through and facing um, this month so far. And she's someone that's an accountability partner to me in business. And when we got off the phone, she sent me a couple really good podcasts. And I always love the ones that she sends me and it means a lot. So if you listen into any of these and you know a friend who needs to hear um, what, what we're talking about and if any of the subjects would really touch, um, someone's life that you know and, and impact them and serve them, um, go ahead and copy and paste the link into a text to them and just say, Hey, I heard this and, um, I loved it and it made me think of you. And I think that's like something so meaningful you can do for people is share things with them that, um, inspire and empower them. And I know when people do that for me, I feel really grateful and glad to be surrounded by those types of people who are always encouraging me to be better and and get better and hear a per- different perspective and hear something that's going to motivate and inspire me. So share, share, share. Um, so today I'm excited uh, to talk about some mindset stuff. So, you know, buckle in, um, you know, get focused inward. Um, mindset stuff is challenging because I think mindset stuff is one of those things that we, okay, when you're working out, when you're thinking about fitness, it's feels more in, in your control, right? You're like, okay, I can go to the gym or I can go to this class or I can do this online workout or whatever you're doing. So when you're doing that, that workout and you're like literally flexing your muscles, you're getting stronger, you're changing your body, you're getting more flexible, you're getting more mobile, um, like in that moment, it's like you have control over that and you can feel your body like your muscles literally burning and things changing, right? And so it's easier to show up every day um, or more consistently for like a physical workout, right? Because you're like, I can feel that something is happening. <laughs> you get sweaty, you get hot, you're you're sore. Oh my God, I love when I'm sore after a workout, right? With mindset stuff, I look at things like gratitude and things like, when we're shifting our mindset and like all that yoga stuff we talked about the other week, as far as like the yamas and the niyamas, um, that kind of stuff that's all in our head. I actually look at that stuff like a muscle too. And when you start to look at the mindset shifting and the brain, um, when you remember, or when you realize that the stuff that we think about, the stuff we think about over and over, the stuff we say in our heads to ourselves over and over again, um, that stuff actually makes a difference, not just in the way that we think. It's not just an imaginary thing, but literally changes the composition and the physiology of our brain matter, right? So like literally your brain is changing, like the actual physical brain is changing um, based on how you think and what you think about. And when we have consistent thoughts over and over again, um, those changes, those changes happen over time, just like when you go to the gym consistently or you do your squat challenge consistently or you do your yoga class or your spin class or whatever you're doing. When you show up consistently, you start to see your body change, right? You start to see your muscles change. Well, we can't really like see our brain. 
But trust me and know there is scientific proof that the actual brain is changing based on how we think and what we think about and how often we think about it. Okay. So if you start to think about things like gratitude, um, like flexing a muscle, then it's easier to get in the headspace to practice that because you're like, okay, I know and I believe that my brain, even though I can't see it, I don't look in the mirror and see my brain changing, my brain is changing. We always have the opportunity to shift the mind. The opportunity to make mindset shifts is always here for us. And so we have to start to practice that stuff. So one of my favorite daily practices that you guys have heard me say over and over again is a daily gratitude practice. When you flex your gratitude muscle, your brain starts to change. And when your brain starts to change the way you think and the way you act and the way you behave, and the way you show up in your life starts to change. Um, my favorite thing to do is write a gratitude list every morning. And the other cool thing about writing a gratitude list is that it's so crazy. The things that we write down, they start to show up in our life. So because we wrote it down, it's like we start to see it, right? So I think I told you guys this when I was going for my regional vice president promotion in Arbonne. Um, this is the top 2% of the brand. I, I, at that level, you are, um, you start to, um, have the opportunity to earn a Mercedes Benz, uh, bonus and enroll in this Mercedes Benz program. When you reach this level, it takes a lot of hard work. Everyone's, you know, results vary and nothing's guaranteed. But if you do the work and you get there, then, then you get this Mercedes Benz, um, opportunity and bonus. And, and when I was going for that, I started seeing white Mercedes everywhere on the road, everywhere. And I was like, how could this be? Like, are there all of a sudden all these people driving white Mercedes? And then I realized, it's because I've been thinking about it. It's because it's in the forefront of my mind. It's because I've been writing it down. It's because I've been manifesting this that I'm seeing it show up in my daily life. That's true, real energy from the universe. We copycat that through algorithms. <laughs> so I'm not talking about when you say that you want to eat a burger and then all the burger ads start showing up on your Instagram story <laughs> and on your Instagram feed. That's different. Okay. That's planned. That's an algorithm your phone's listening to, but the universe also listens to you. And there are these built in algorithms with energy and, um, and we start to see things show up because we're paying more attention to it because we're looking for it. And when we're looking for something, that's when it starts um, starts to show up in our lives. And so with gratitude, I think when we practice gratitude and we flex that muscle and, and we flex that gratitude muscle, we start to shift our mindset, our brain starts to change. And we, if you write on your gratitude list, I'm so grateful for my health. I'm so grateful for the ability to move my body. I'm so grateful for my successful business, for the fall weather, for fresh air, for healthy foods. I'm so grateful for the blue sky. I'm so grateful for kind people. I'm so grateful for great friends and my relationship. When you start to write these things down, you start to see them show up, right? When I write kind people on my gratitude list, I start to see the kindness in all the people that I run into during the day. When I write that I'm grateful for my relationship, I start to show up better in my relationship and in turn, my partner's happy and, and we show up for one another. When I write down that I'm grateful for my health, I start to pay attention more to what I'm eating and I show up and I, and I am healthier because my mindset is affecting the literal cells in my body and making me, um, you know, stay healthier. When I write down that I'm grateful for fresh air, when I walk outside, I notice the air that I'm breathing. I can take a deep breath. I can slow down because you're bringing that stuff to the forefront of your mind and it starts to show up around you. And you start to see it everywhere around you, right? We've talked about the power of manifestation on this show. We've talked about how important the power of thought is. We're just bringing that back and talking about flexing the brain muscles, right? The gratitude muscles and, um, and the mindset muscles. So, um, one of the things that I've been focusing on lately is 
is taking a beginner mindset. So when we're talking about mindset, it's easy to get caught up in our daily do's and our daily routines and kind of do stuff because it's what we always do. And sometimes we have to like take a little shift or take a beginner mindset. And I talk about this a lot in yoga and in fitness, right? So there are certain exercises that you'll do um, that you just always do, right? Squats. We do them all the time. You probably do them almost every time you take a fitness class or workout. And once we do something over and over, sometimes our mind starts to wander and we go somewhere else and we're not really being present. And so taking a beginner mindset is so important to bring you back into your body and back into your space and into the moment that you're in. Child's pose in yoga. We like always start class in child's pose. Knees spread wide, big toes touch. Reach your sit bones back towards your heels. Reach your arms out in front of you. Relax your forehead down on the mat. Child's pose. Our head is down. We're we're connecting our third eye, our seat of intuition, right between our eyebrows onto the earth, and we're grounded. And a lot of times we're sitting there thinking about our grocery list, what we did earlier before yoga class, what we have to do when we leave here. Um, Oh, shoot, I forgot to send that email. Oh, my God, what if my phone's ringing in the locker room? Did I check my calendar to make sure I don't have anything going on right now? Like, And our mind is like, oh, like buzzing around. And we have that monkey mind, right? And what I like to say is come back to a beginner mindset. I like to encourage people to come back to a beginner mindset. And what does that mean? It means pretend like you've never been in child's pose before. Pretend like you've never done a squat before. Pretend like this is new for you. Whenever we do something new or something we don't know how to do, we pay a lot of attention, right? Because we're like, I need to figure out how to do this. I just thought of a time. I have a funny story from when I was a kid where I did not pay attention to something new and and I had a really bad experience. <laughs> so we, I'll tell you that in a second. But we have to take a beginner mindset when you're learning something new. Most of the time, if you're smart, you're paying attention um, so that you can learn to do it correctly, right? So when you hit a child's pose, when you do a squat or anything else that you do in your daily life that you do every day, if you start to take things from more of a beginner mindset, then you'll kind of start fresh and begin again. And that's a really nice feeling to be able to start fresh and to begin again, um, to like rebirth and and do something like you've never done it before. And all of a sudden, that activity could bring you more joy, could bring you more peace, um, could be more meaningful, become more impactful to you or to other people, depending on what it is you're doing. And and that beginner mindset allows you to feel, (laughs) which is so important. And sometimes we avoid feeling, especially my men who are listening. We like to avoid feeling. And if you're a man, you really like to avoid feeling (laughs) most often, right? I don't want to generalize, but I mean, kind of true, right? And so that allows us to feel. It allows us to become more present. And when we're present, we're less anxious and we're less stressed. And that beginner mindset allows us to go, oh my gosh, I feel a sensation in my low back today. Oh, my forehead is connected to the ground. This actually makes me feel really grounded and I actually don't need to feel as anxious as I've been feeling oh, this feels really good on my hips. Maybe I should do this more often, right? And all of a sudden we're in this space where we're experiencing the actual moment that we're in, which doesn't always happen for us in today's, you know, today's society and, you know, in this day in life. Like we're we're always moving so fast and we're always thinking ahead. Sometimes we don't get to enjoy the present moment. And if you want to enjoy the present moment, my best advice is to just take a beginner mindset. Bring yourself back and allow yourself to get the most out of the experience and the moment that you're having right then, right? It's even that way in relationships. So when you're thinking about your romantic partner, your romantic relationship, whether this is a new relationship or old relationship, you know, in new relationships, they call it the honeymoon phase. And then once you're about two years in, I would say, or that's been my experience, once you're about two years in, you're like, you actually kind of get to a point where you like, you know, this person, you know, their bad habits, you know, their good qualities, you know, the things that bother you, you know, the things that are great. And that's about the time when like the honeymoon phase goes away and you're like, okay, <laughs> like, what are we doing? Right. And 
I think people call it the honeymoon phase because what happens is we stop taking a beginner's mindset in our relationship. And we forget that the other person is a person and they have needs and wants too. And, you know, we get sort of caught up in the daily do's. Sometimes people in their relationships just become, what do they call that? Passing ships in the night, right? (laughs) Where one person's home while the other person's at work and then that person comes home from work and the other person kisses them on the cheek as they run out the door to go do their workout or their work or their errands or whatever, you know? And it's like passing ships in the night. And relationships become challenging or disconnected when when we are just in autopilot. And so coming back even to a beginner's mindset in your relationship, especially a romantic relationship, that's going to help you reconnect to your partner. That's going to help us be present and actually experience our relationship and experience our partner um, in that exact moment. And we never get this moment back again, right? The moment right now is about to pass. It just passed. Now we're in a new moment, (laughs) right? Every second is going by. And last week we talked about how time is so valuable. We don't, we can't get more of it. We're given time. We're allotted a certain amount of time and we decide how to use it. And so if we're always jumping ahead, um, then, then it becomes challenging to be connected. And when it involves another person, then it starts to take a strain on your relationship. And I'm sure a lot of you who are listening know exactly what I'm talking about, right? We've all experienced it. And we have to come back and say, let's put our cell phones down. Let's date, right? How many of you go on actual dates with your husband or your wife if you're in that type of relationship, right? If you're new to dating and you're actively dating, you're going on dates all the time, right? That's literally what you're doing. You're dating. Once you get married, you have to keep dating. Once you've been together for four years, five years, 10 years, 13 years, you have to keep dating and take a beginner's mindset. Like pretend like you just met the person and get to learn something new about your partner, get to know something new about them in that moment today, because every day we're new, every day we're changing, every day we're shifting. So taking a beginner's mindset serves us in everything, in our fitness journey, in our mindset journey, in our health journey, in our relationships, all of it, right? That allows us to experience the present moment and experience the person that's sitting right in front of us or experience the the thing that's sitting right in front of us or the experience that we're in in that moment and actually truly um, be there for it, right? Um, so my funny story about not listening, <laughs> I have to tell you guys this, this, this is so like, it's not, it's not totally off topic, but sort of, but now that I brought it up, I have to tell you. Um, most of the time when you're learning something new, that's the only thing you can focus on. Right. And that's what I was saying about beginner's mindset is that like, you can't think about your grocery list or like your to-do list because you're like, Oh my God, I have to pay attention. Like right here and right now. Um, Shantani and I talked about that the first, uh, you know, episode when we were talking about fitness and about yoga and challenging your body physically, like in those really challenging moments, you have to be super present. You can't be anywhere else. Right. Well, my brain, ADD brain, which was worse when I was a child, but is still questionable. <laughs> I remember learning how to sail on a sailboat when I was a kid. And um, this is such a funny experience. I wasn't paying attention at all to the directions. I don't know where I was. And I was a beginner. I had never been on a sailboat. I was at summer camp as a child and they were explaining how to turn the rudder and how to work the sails and what you do and how to catch the wind correctly and all the things, right? How to steer the boat and and be safe. And I don't know what they were thinking, sending us all out there. They really had a lot of trust in us. I was literally a little kid, like probably eight years old. <laughs> and I wasn't paying attention at all. I was like, I'm fine. I got this. My ego was in the way I was somewhere else. And I didn't have a beginner's mindset because I was like so full of myself that I just went out there on the sailboat with another child, um, another little girl, and had no idea how to work the rudder or what you were, what the rules were, or, you know, what you were supposed to do when the wind blows this way or that way or, and anything. I didn't know anything. I was just winging it. And we ended up being out in the middle of, the lake in like a little cove 
which this lake was one of those lakes where in the shallow end, there were like snakes swimming around (laughs) giant lake in Michigan, but like literally water snakes. And we flipped the sailboat over completely upside down. Um, had to we were stuck underneath it the sail went all the way underwater and we had to swim down and out and sit on top of the boat and just sit there and wait for someone to hopefully come find us it was treacherous I don't know why they trusted us to do that by ourselves eventually like 30 to 45 minutes later I would say a camp counselor came by in a canoe and realized or a kayak or something and realized that we were sitting on top of the bottom of the boat and that the sail and every other part of the boat was underwater. (laughs) And I think that was one of my best life lessons to like pay attention and be present, especially when learning something new. And now I always think about having a beginner mindset also when I'm not learning something new because we have to be present if we want to have the, the experience. I had a, some, some type of experience that day, but it wasn't the one I think I was, I was thinking I was going to have. <laughs> I thought I was going to have a fun sailboat ride. Um, no. Every time I've been on a sailboat, it's been really weird. I've had really weird sailboat experiences. I don't go on sailboats anymore. <laughs> But anyways, most of the time when we're doing something new, (laughs) we do take that beginner's mindset and we pay a lot of attention and we're present. Otherwise, you're going to flip your sailboat over. (laughs) So, And you have no idea how hard it was to pull that sail back out of the the water and um, we caused like major shenanigans. Anyways. So I want to kind of shift gears. So we've talked about a, a, an, a um, we've talked about a mindset of gratitude. We've talked about a beginner's mindset and what it's like to take even things that you've been doing for a long time back to having a beginner's mindset and how you would think if you were just learning something new or getting to know someone new or doing something new. And the other um, mindset uh, that I've adapted that's really that's really helping and serving me is an abundance mindset abundance mindset. And that is so important. An abundance mindset is key to moving forward in life and building big things. If we have the opposite to me of an abundance mindset is a lack mentality. A lack mentality comes from us having limiting beliefs. Whether those limiting beliefs came from something someone else told us, maybe someone important to us when we are growing up, a parent or a um, a teacher or a coach or, or someone who was important to us that we looked up to, some sort of figure that we looked up to. Sometimes those limiting beliefs come from something that someone said to us over and over again. Sometimes they come from something at, that we've said to ourselves over and over again. And you remember what I said at the beginning about the stuff that we think about, the stuff that we talk about, the stuff that we do over and over, literally changes the composition of our brain. The actual like gray matter, the actual brain and the physiology of the brain changes. And so um, having an abundance mindset is important because if you're thinking about flexing those muscles, right, we want to flex the abundance muscle versus the lack mentality. Because the more we have a lack mentality, the more that's going to be ingrained into our head, into our body, into our space. And we're going to be stuck in that mindset and in that loop because we've changed our brain to function that way and to think that way and to believe the the limiting beliefs that we've created in our headspace or that we've picked up from other people and ingrained into our headspace. One We have to recognize first that we're in this headspace in order to do something about it. So start to ask yourself questions like when you think about your business, do you believe that you're deserving and worthy of growing an empire, of building what your dreams are, or are you playing it small? Do you believe that you're deserving of nice things, of shiny things of better things or are you playing it small do you believe that you are you fit in with 
other successful people that you're meant to sit in the room with the other boss dudes and boss babes or like, or do you not, right? Are you playing it small? Do you believe that people want to follow you? Are you the type of leader that you would want to follow? Do you believe that people want to hear what you have to say? If you're answering no to these things, then that might be your first step to recognizing, hey, maybe I haven't been thinking with a super abundant mindset. And this can be in any arena, right? I just mentioned a bunch of things that kind of have to do with business because that's where this relates to me the most. Um, But you can really apply this to anywhere where it makes sense or fits in your life. Could be with your relationship, right? Could be with your romantic relationship, having a lack mentality um, versus having an abundant mindset. Could be with your family. So many things. But I feel like where people experience this the most is with money and is with business, with success and money, right? And the longer that we don't acknowledge that we have that lack mentality, that we have limiting beliefs that we're holding on to, the more our brain is going to continue to change and shift in that direction until it's going to be hard to reverse, right? Until it's going to be so set in our brain that we don't even notice or know that there's another option. And so it's so important to come back to abundant thoughts. For the longest time, I have a board. Um, Right now, it says soft front, strong back, wild heart. I love Brene Brown. So if you guys have read her books, you know that quote, soft front, strong back, wild heart. Right now, that's really inspiring to me. I love it. I love what it means. Um, But for the longest time, for years, my board said um, by my desk, it said, Um, my life is full and abundant. And every day I would read that to myself. My life is full and abundant. And sometimes we just have to read things to ourselves um, or say things to ourselves over and over until they become true. And you might think that's wacky. That's way too woo-woo for me. (laughs) It's way too spiritual. But scientifically proven that what we think Think about over and over and the way that we think changes the literal brain, changes it. So if it's too woo-woo for you, think about it more scientifically and start saying those abundant um, things to yourself. Manifest that abundance with yourself. Whether you need to write it down, you need to put it on a sticky note, you need to get a cool board and fill in the letters, you need to... Write it in your journal 20 times a morning after meditating, whatever it is, but switching over to that abundant mindset and and saying it, even if you don't fully believe it yet, eventually you'll retrain your brain and literally shift your mindset. And like I said earlier, there's always an opportunity to shift the mind. Every moment of every day, we have an opportunity to shift the mind. We can be set free from the stress of our emotions. We can be set free from the stress of our lack mentality. We can be set free from the stress of our limiting beliefs. If we practice an abundant mindset, if over and over we continue to say these things to ourselves, write these things down, speak them out loud, whatever you need to do, then we literally shift our mind and become more abundant. So um, this can work, like I said, in relationships as well. And it kind of comes in the form of like, if you have a lack mentality in your relationships, I know I've been talking a lot about business. Um, And if that doesn't apply to you, I want to talk a little bit about relationships and maybe this will apply to you or, or both apply to you with relationships. Um, Practicing an abundant mindset would be like not being clingy and not being um, needy from your partner because you know that they're there for you and they're going to show up for you. 
right? Um, when you have a lack mentality in your relationship, you're nervous, you're scared, you start to be clingy, um, you start to feel like you need something from your partner, right? If you want a book to read about this, um, I just read an amazing book called I Need Your Love, Is That True? I need your love. Is that true? And it's all about just asking ourselves if we, if we, um, truthfully like need something from someone else, or if we can focus more inward and more on ourselves and bring those things to ourselves, right? And, and self-regulate. And so when we're in a lack mentality in our relationship, we start to need, 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 need from our partner. We start to cling. We start to be attached. Um, we start to be nervous. We start to be scared and it just spirals, right? And so practicing an abundant mindset within your relationships, whether that's a friendship, um, a romantic relationship, any of it, people start to feel that when you're like gripping onto them and they're like, oh my God, like back up, right? Um, and that can happen in a friendship, in a work relationship, in a romantic relationship. And so having the abundance mindset and knowing that your relationship is secure and, cre- you know, helping create that security with the other person um, is going to help you get rid of those limiting beliefs that you have about the relationship. There are literally times where I've made up complete stories in my head. And one of the things I learned from Brene Brown is she always says, the story that I'm telling myself is, and that's how she started to talk to her partner. So that instead of saying, well, this is this and this is that, she realized, hey, maybe some of this isn't true, <laughs> right? And I've, be, I've said it so many times myself that I've started to believe it and that it's, that it's become my reality. And sometimes we have to address, okay, this has become my reality, but maybe it's not actually the reality, right? And so she says to her partner, the story that I, it's the story in my head that I'm telling myself or the story that I'm telling myself in my head is this, okay? And I've adapted that practice with my partner so that instead of saying, like, instead of saying something like, you don't care about me or you don't even love me or you didn't like, this means that like, because you don't want to do this, this means this. We can say to them, Hey, I'm having a moment of panic or whatever of fear or of, I'm having a little bit of a moment of lack and I want to get back into an abundance mindset. And, um, I want to understand your perspective and your side. And the story that I'm telling myself in my head is, And that way that we start to acknowledge, hey, maybe this is something I made up. Maybe I have a lack mentality. Maybe I have a limiting belief and I'm, and I'm bringing it out in the open, sharing it with the other person and being like, this is the story I've made up in my head. Like, can you help me clarify? And that way we're one, acknowledging for ourselves, hey, this might not be fact. (laughs) This might not be factual. I just, it's become my reality because I've said it to myself so many times in my head. And two, it gives us an opportunity to connect with our partner and get more into the present moment and realize what in this situation is actually true. <laughs> what is actually true, right? Because we'll make up a bunch of stuff in our heads all day long. The person we talk to the most is ourselves, right? So we'll be in our heads all day long making up a bunch of stories. I've literally made up stories like, there's a, there's a couple girls that I used to work with at the yoga studio that I like legitimately thought didn't like me. And I made up this whole story in my head about, but I didn't think it was made up at the time. I thought it was real, right? You, you guys can relate to what I'm saying. You, you say something to yourself and it becomes your reality. So I thought this was real. I now realize I made this up in my head and, and said it so many times to myself that I changed my brain to believe that like, this is true. Um, I made up a story that these girls didn't like me. They were so like, like I was like, they're clicky. Like they like each other only. And like, I feel left out and I think they're really cool and I want to be friends with them, but I really don't think they like me. And I even went home and told my boyfriend, they don't like me. And he was like, what makes you say that? Like, what do I know to actually be true? And that's the first step in unraveling that, right? Like, what do I know to actually be true? And I'm like, well, literally nothing. <laughs> I made, I have no facts about, I, there's nothing factual about this. I have no facts. Nobody came up to me and said, I don't like you. 
nobody sent me a message and said, we don't really like you. We don't want to be around you. I just made this assumption. And then I believed it for like weeks, maybe even months. And then one day, one of the girls called me and I had a missed call from her. And I was like, oh my God, she's calling me. And I was like, what could she be calling me about? And I got nervous and I started making up more stories in my head, right? And then I called her back and um, she didn't answer. And then she sent me a text and she was like, hey, I called you because like you're you've been a really important role model to me and person to me in the yoga space. I really look up to you and I'm getting married and I wanted to like personally invite you to be a part of my wedding, like to be at my wedding. Um, you're someone who has always inspired me like that. Like sent me this long message, basically saying that I'm a mentor and an inspiration to her. And she wanted me to be there for her special day. And I was like, in my head, I was like, Brynn, you are so ridiculous. Like, that's so stupid. But then I was like, okay, don't beat yourself up and use this as a lesson. Like, I needed in that moment, I learned a huge lesson. That the stuff that we make up in our heads that we believe is true, if it doesn't have any factual evidence, we need to unravel it and ask ourselves, like, what about this do I know to be true? And how can I reframe the rest of it? Because in that moment, I had realized how invested I was in the story that I had told myself in my head, that lack mentality, that limiting belief story that these girls didn't like me, didn't want to be my friend, didn't want anything to do with me, like didn't think I was cool. (laughs) In that moment, I realized that I had completely fabricated the entire thing and believed it because I had told myself enough times that I, that had become my reality. And in that moment, I was like, this is a great lesson for me because she proved me wrong in that moment. Part of us making up stories in our heads, if you're wondering like, why on earth would I do this? Like, why would you do that? Or like, maybe you do it too. And you're like, why do we do this? Right? Part of it is our human nature, right? We base the way that we think off of our past experiences. It's just only human nature. And so sometimes we have to come in and realize I'm basing this off of something that happened to me in the past. And I need to actually ask myself what's actually true about this situation and which things I don't know to be true and that I could be fabricating, right? And then the other thing is ego. The other reason is ego. It's human nature to fill in the gaps and then so that we understand something because we just can't stand to not understand something. (laughs) As humans, we just, we just cannot bear it to not understand something. And so we fill in the blanks to make it make sense. Okay. That's what we do. And sometimes we fill in the blanks with stuff that we've literally made up like literally made up shit that we're like, well, this sounds good. And I'm going to pop that in there and insert that there. And then we play the story in our head and the scenario. And we're like, yeah, that looks good. That makes sense. We're like professional storytellers. That's what I call myself actually all the time. I tell people, I'm like a professional storyteller, (laughs) not in real life. I don't tell that good of stories in real life. It's like in my head, (laughs) I could write a whole drama novel. Okay. And it's our ego. And once we make up the story and we fill in the blanks, what we like to do is then um, be right about it. And so even when other stuff starts to come up and show us that we could be wrong, or someone says, like my, my boyfriend pointed out, why would you think that? What do you, like, what have they said or done that makes you like, like, how would you know that? Like, why would you think that? And I'm like, well, they haven't. I just said, this is what I know. It has to be this way. So even when other people point out, like, you could be wrong. Like, what are you, (laughs) what are you even saying? Right? Our ego doesn't want us to be wrong. The ego wants to be right at all costs. The ego wants to be right at all costs, which means we will continue to believe our made up story just to feed our ego. Because we want so badly, our human nature is to so badly 
And our ego wants is that wants so badly to just be right. That even when someone tells us the truth, or even when someone points out that like you literally could have made that up, like we have a hard time shifting our mindset and saying, yeah, you're right. You know, I, I might have made that up because our ego is right there. Not wanting us to experience happiness, not wanting us to experience joy, wanting us to just be right. <laughs> Even if right means being upset or believing some wild story and, and that that's awful, right? But like if, but the ego is fed by that. Oh, I'm right. Okay. Yes. Feed me up. Fill me up. Um, so, so coming back to talking about abundance, right? Abundance mindset, like what it kind of, kind of ties into what we talked about at the beginning with, with, um, you know, practicing gratitude and writing your gratitude journal. Because I said, when we write stuff down, we start to see it show up more in our lives, right? And we're flexing our gratitude muscle. And the more grateful we are, the more joy that comes into our lives because we're recognizing it actively. And then we start to see that stuff. And same with abundance. It's like, as we start to see that stuff, we start to adapt a more abundant mindset. When I started seeing all those white Mercedes driving around, I was like, you know what? I started to believe that it was coming. Like, I was like, I'm going to earn that Mercedes. Like, I'm going to, like, I can do this. Like, if all these other people are doing this, then I can do it. And because I kept seeing it, I kept building my belief that, like, this was a sign. But the reason I was seeing it was because I was writing it down. And because I was talking about it and because I was manifesting it and I was, and I was being grateful for my business and for other things that were happening. And so it's like, it's like one thing like ripples into the other. And then we start to believe, oh, because I'm seeing this, it's a sign. And it's like, but I'm seeing it because I'm paying attention and because I've been manifesting this and because it's in, um, in my headspace. Isn't that crazy? So cool. It's kind of like, like I said, those wild algorithms on social media um, that are sometimes cool and other times like really scary, right? <laughs> like, why is my phone listening to me? Um, but it, um, but it's in real life with real energy <laughs> in the universe from God, from actual energetic, you know, force fields. Um, and you know, last but not least, I feel like it's easy to talk about all of this stuff and this mindset stuff, but what it really comes down to is leading by example. So if we want the people around us um, in our classes, on our teams, um, our family, our partner, people in our lives to be grateful, to practice gratitude, to have a gratitude mindset, to have an abundance mindset, um, to, to take a beginner's mindset, we have to lead by example. We have to do that stuff first and show up that way first and lead by example. And when we lead by example, rather than just telling people like, oh, you should do this or you should think like this, sort of just brings that energy into the whole space, right? And when we're grateful, we start to show up better for people around us. When we take a beginner's mindset, we're more present, which means we can also show up more for the people around us. When we have an abundance mindset, we're filled with more joy. We're filled with more happiness. We're filled with more motivation and inspiration. And that starts to rub off on the people around us. They see that, right? And so leading by example is so important. And you guys, you never know who's watching you. I literally got, I literally had a conversation today um, with one of my mentors and with um, an accountability partner of mine. And the three of us were on Zoom this morning. And, um, and I literally started crying. And I was talking about some of the mental and emotional things that I'm going through this week or that I'm facing. And my friend was like, you have no idea. Like, you're saying that you compare yourself to this or that or to me, or this is what you're going through this week. And she's like, but I like, 
do that same thing to you. Like I look at your life and I'm like, man, you know, and she's like, I'm inspired by you. And it just brings it back into perspective. And I got off the phone and I did a private yoga lesson. And then I checked my Instagram and I had a message from someone that I'm really inspired by that I think is so cool, whose fitness stuff I love, whose page I like to look at and who always is sharing positivity and all of this. And I got a message from them on my Instagram. Um, I'm going to open it up right now and read it. And it said, I hope you're well, my love. You motivate me hard with a bunch of exclamation points. And I'm like, wow. And I screenshot it and I sent it to my friends, my mentor and my friend. And, and I was like, can you believe that I got this message from this person who I look up to? And they were like, yes. Right. It's like, you have no idea who's looking at you. And so when we just continue to lead by example and we continue to keep a positive mindset and we continue to show up and write our gratitude list, which I did this morning after my meditation, when we continue to take a beginner's mindset and be present, when we continue to switch over and catch ourselves when we're in that lack mentality, catch ourselves when we're going into the, the limiting beliefs and the stories and the storytelling, when we catch ourselves, no shame, no stories, right? But we just have, you know, no judgment towards ourselves, but just recognize, simply becoming more aware is enough. Recognizing that we're doing that and we bring it in and we, and we continue to lead by example um, and show up. You just have no idea who you're impacting by doing that. And it's crazy because we're impacting ourselves and we're creating a better life and a better mindset for ourselves. And in the meantime, it's inspiring and empowering other people. And you just never know who's watching you, right? One of the things I said at the beginning of this um, whole COVID situation was that our children and our youth, so like you know, I teach dance, I teach kids and I, and you know, the, the girls are looking at me like our, our youth and our children are looking at us to see how to behave. Humans look around at other humans to, to take, we're social beings. So we take social cues and that's how we know how to behave based on what the people around us are doing. If everyone around you is panicking and flipping out, you're probably going to start to panic and flip out, right? If everyone around you is looking down at the ground or up at the sky, you're going to walk over there and look up at the sky too and be like, what are they looking at? Right? Only simply because other people are doing it and we're social beings and um, we look around for cues on how to behave. And so one of the things I said at the beginning of this is that kids are going to remember less about the details of COVID and about the actual virus and about the global pandemic. And they're going to remember more about how we reacted. People are going to remember less about the details and they're going to remember more about who the people that they look up to, how those people reacted and handled the situation. And so that's why it's important that we get our mind right. Because we're leading by example every day, whether you're trying to or you know it or not, right? This person who sent me this message is not, um, I'm not their leader or boss like in a technical position, right? Like I am not, like I don't do business with them. I don't have any sort of like affiliation with them at all besides we know each other from yoga and we follow each other on social, right? And this person's looking to me um, as a leader and watching what I'm doing and saying, you motivate me, right? So it doesn't matter if you have an official title or a position, right? True leadership comes from like literally being a leader and having people follow you and watch what you're doing and watch the way that you're behaving, watch your mindset. And they're looking for social cues from you on how they should behave and on how they should react. So step in, be willing to take a beginner's mindset to become more present, be willing to practice your 
gratitude, knowing that you're flexing your gratitude muscle and your mind and your brain are literally changing, right? And be willing to catch yourself when you're making up stories, when you have a lack mentality, when you're believing limiting beliefs that you've picked up from either other people or yourself. Be willing to not judge, no shame, no stories, and come back to an abundance mindset. Um, So I hope this was helpful for you guys today. These are some things that I'm focusing on majorly in my life that have helped me um, and that are still helping me. And it doesn't matter what level of success you are at, like how old you are, where you're at in your life. Um, these concepts can be applied to everybody every day. And I apply them to myself constantly. It's a constant practice. We never fully land. It's a constant practice, just like working out your actual muscles in your body, right? If you stop going to the gym after a while, um, you know, those muscles are going to start to, uh, weaken or, or change or, Um, you're not going to be as strong. You're not going to be as in as good of shape, right? As if you were staying consistent and doing it all the time. And that's sort of how this mindset stuff works too. It's literally like going to the gym and flexing those muscles and using that stuff, but in your head. And although you can't see the physical brain changing, you're going to start to notice it over time. It's going to start to affect your life And that's how you know that it's happening. And sometimes we just have to believe in the science. And um, even though we can't see it, know that our our mind health affects our overall health and well-being. Um, So please, you guys, if this... If this impacted you, if if you learned something new today, if you were given a great reminder, or if this made you think of someone in your life, you know someone who would benefit from hearing this, who needs to hear this message today, um, do a friendly thing and and copy the link and just shoot it over to them in a text or on social or however, and, and share it share it. And I can't wait to hear what you guys think. If you want to connect more, if you have more to share questions for me, or you want some extra accountability or coaching in this area, um, I'm always here for you guys. You can find me on Instagram at Bryn Moves, B-R-Y-N-N-M-O-V-E-S at Bryn Moves. Um, and then don't forget to um, keep listening in each week to the show um, and keep sharing your feedback with me and sharing the shows that impact you on your social and um, with your friends and your family. Thanks so much, guys. Have an amazing rest of your week and practice your mindset shift. Remember, there's always, always an opportunity to shift the mind. You're tuned in to Bryn Moves, the podcast.